Hello everyone, thanks for joining me back on the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about some more updates as I am officially halfway through second semester of PA school. Thank the Lord. (laughs) Some more fun updates as well, including a future podcast cameo I will be doing on another great PA podcast as well as the winner of the giveaway. So tune in to see if you are the winner and to hear more about this semester. All right, tune in. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning back in to Becoming a PA, the podcast. I'm your host, Ariel. On today's episode, I am officially halfway through my second semester of PA school. This semester is 16 weeks long, so week eight is wrapping up today. I'm very, very thankful to be halfway through. The past couple weeks have been killer, hence why I'm just now creating a new episode. My goal was to get one out last week. That didn't happen. But don't fret. The new episode is here. I apologize for the delay. But PA week, which is essentially the week celebrating the PA profession and just shining a spotlight on the profession and all of the wonderful PAs, pre-PAs, and PA students out there, was really, really fun to do my first time as an actual PA student. However, that being said, at my program, it was also basically a hell week because we had two exams and three quizzes that week, so it was very just go, 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 not much time to celebrate. I did get a cupcake, though, so, you know, that was was fun. (laughs) And this week is Spirit Week at my school, not just for, of course, the PAs, but for all the entirety of the university. So I did win a little swag bag and got a new face mask, which was great because I lost my other one the other week. (laughs) So perfect timing for that. Always looking for the positives, you know, just gotta stay positive. I survived the PA week slash hell week at my program. Did find, did just find on those exams and quizzes, thankfully as well. Although it was very hectic to say the least, a lot of studying, a lot of go, 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 no downtime, but it is PA school, so of course, it is to be expected, right? However, I'm back, and I'm here with you all today, very excited to share with you guys some more exciting updates and more tips, of course, along the way. That being said, I have recently discovered or transitioned from last semester, if you recall, I was very almost anal retensive about studying and minimizing socializing. I was trying to find the balance, however, with anatomy, which was my, you know, my kryptonite, really the hardest course thus far for me that I have yet to take in PA school, hands down. That, that, course kept me on my toes. I think I went out maybe twice during that semester for social 
events, so to speak, like drinks with classmates or just going out to dinner with friends, little things like that. However, this semester I've been able to find more of a balance. I don't know if it's what the all the contributing factors are to that, whether it be the fact that I don't have anatomy this semester and I do have a better grip on the knowledge in the other courses we're taking or because it also is due to the fact that this semester is 16 weeks versus 12 weeks and of course anatomy was only eight or nine weeks so we do have more time to learn the material of course it's it is PA school so it's still very rapid speed however comparing to last semester definitely an improvement at least for me my personal experience this semester has been a lot better even with the hell weeks that we've been having I I wouldn't trade it for last semester for anything and yeah so I've been able to actually recently take the time to go out on Friday evenings I used to always of course I still study genuinely or generally every day however on Friday evenings I've been able to take off take a little break unwind go get drinks with friends go to dinner go watch a movie little things like that that I didn't do as regularly or really very minimally last semester so that has been a nice adjustment and my grades have not suffered because of that either I'm still getting a handle on the whole study guilt, I I like to call it. I know there's mom guilt, I've dealt with that as well, but (laughs) there's study guilt where you feel guilty anytime that you're not doing something pertaining to school or your studies, and it's just something that you probably will deal with too uh, when you enter PA school, if you're not already in PA school, and... It is something that I think just takes time and once you realize that your grades are not suffering or if they are then you can adjust as needed so that way you can find the time to socialize and be a human and have a little bit of fun I mean nothing crazy right like you're not gonna go to Vegas for a three-day weekend (laughs) at least I mean maybe if you can handle that I I certainly couldn't handle that in the middle of the semester That being said, you do find what you can handle to allow yourself a little bit of a break, a little bit of a mental break, and much deserved because if you're in PA school, you're working your tail off day in and day out to keep up your grades, to keep up with everything being thrown at you. I like to, an analogy I recently said, if someone were to ask me what PA school is really like, I would say it's like riding a unicycle, learning how to ride a unicycle while juggling balls in the air and the balls are set on fire. So yeah, basically it's 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 a breeze, right? <laughs> no, not at all. But it is doable. That being said, it is doable. Where there is a will, there is a way. So I'm making it happen. If I can do it, so can you. I believe that wholeheartedly. And it has been very, very nice to be able to take this little bit of time off on Friday nights or even just one night out of the week, not necessarily Friday nights. However, that has been working best for me to just unwind and do something fun outside of studying and school. 
and of course being halfway through the semester my grades are where I want them to be I don't really have a struggle course like I did last semester with anatomy I thought pharmacology was going to be that course however I'm that weird person who actually enjoyed like Ochem which I know many people didn't I'm more of a like I did better in Ochem even than general chem so I don't know maybe something's odd with my mind but I seem to be excelling in pharmacology I'm doing a lot better than I would have anticipated so that I'm extremely extremely thankful for not saying I'm any better than anyone else by any means but I definitely have been blessed that that hasn't been as big of an issue for me this semester as I thought it would have been so I do feel like this semester is my favorite so far that being said who knows what next semester could bring it could end up you know it's almost like a roller coaster right they say PA school is like a roller coaster right now I'm on one of the higher points that of course it's still very very difficult not to say this is an easy semester by any means but you never know each semester is different each semester varies just because you're doing well one semester does not mean it's going to be the same next semester or just because you didn't do so well one semester doesn't mean that you can't excel the following semester so take that how you may both good and bad it all varies and of course it's going to vary too based off of your program my program is 30 months so we are one of the longer programs we have a little bit more time to fit everything in that we need to study whereas if you're in a 24 month program it's going to seem like a sprint the entire time so take that also into consideration when you are choosing a program if that's something you can handle then that's amazing of course why wouldn't you want to be done six months sooner but if it's something you think might be pose more of a difficulty for you then you might perhaps want to look into 27 or 30 or even longer month programs that allow you a little bit more wiggle room a little bit more time to acclimate and a little bit less on your plate in order to ultimately be successful and pass your classes and become a PA that's the goal and if you take on too much at once and you aren't able to be successful then there goes the entire goal right so keep that in mind it's something I didn't really fully think a lot about during my pre-PA process I but in retrospect I definitely am very happy that I lucked out with a 30-month program even though it is going to be longer until graduation of course but I definitely do feel like I'm set up for success with a 30-month program versus just personally I don't know how I would be able to do a 24-month and being a single parent and all of those things that life throws at you would definitely make it more difficult for me that being said many people do 24-month programs and they rock it out and and it's great so do what's best for you everything's on a personal base basis of course and another thing about that as I've been reflecting on my journey to and of course now through PA school is a bit of advice I would give to someone 
applying to PA schools and researching programs is to find out what is the program's remediation process. I know no one ever wants to think negatively and but being a realist and now having seen multiple classmates having to go through this, thankfully not myself personally, but you know like I said you never know each semester is different. There have been some classmates who have had to remediate and there have been some classmates who have had to withdraw and restart with the next year's program. It's just a fact of life almost that sometimes even if it's out of your control, maybe you have an undiagnosed learning disability, maybe you have a death of a family member and you are unable to you know, study as properly as you should and you end up not making a certain grade that and keeping that GPA that you have to meet in PA school. At our school, it's, I think, a B average. I don't know exactly on a 4.0 scale. I think it's like a 2.75 for our program. Don't quote me on that. I just know <laughs> I'm trying to keep my GPA as high as possible so I don't have to worry about that. But, you know... <laughs> It's a, it's a reality out there. So if you are going to a program who doesn't have very flexible remediation options or they don't have that academic advising, in my program we each have an assigned faculty who is our advisor for I think about maybe five or eight or so of us per faculty member that we can reach out to and that reaches out to us if we were to be on academic probation or anything like that, having any difficulties, they're our liaison. And if your school doesn't have that, they don't have the same remediation processes or they don't have a restart option where if you had to withdraw, whether it be because of academic probation, not making the grades, or because of an extenuating circumstance, what have you, then you're essentially screwed. I mean, you've put in the tuition, you put in the time, and you've put in all of this to make your dream a reality, and it could be taken away from you. So it's very important to understand what that could look like if, God forbid, you're ever in that position. I know it's almost taboo to talk about. They don't want you to bring it up during interviews because it takes the assumption that you're assuming you're not going to do well. But in my mind, it just means you're being prepared. I always have the mindset of hope for the best, prepare for the worst. And that would be worst case scenario. So I would like to be prepared because I'm mature enough to realize that I don't control every aspect of my life. (laughs) I am not in control of everything as much as we may all want to be. That's just a sad fact of life that you will find out (laughs) as you age and mature and go through life if you haven't figured that out already. Spoiler alert. Like, (laughs) sorry, but it's true. So I definitely would make sure that even if you don't directly ask about it during interviews or reaching out. A lot of it can be found just by researching on the school's website. I know on my school, I was able to find out what is a remediation process, what is a restart process, and in our our handbook for our PA program, it discusses this and and all of those things along with our minimum GPA we must reach and all those little fine details that you might want to know 
before you start a program, before you put in your money and your time. Because another thing along those lines is at our school, we don't have to have a strict requirement on you're not allowed to fail a single test or something like that. As long as you can maintain that overall GPA, you're good. Whereas I have friends in other programs who it's not like that. If you fail a test and a single test, not a class, you're done. I've even heard of one program in our state talking to my friend who her, one of her friends attends. They're not allowed to make less than a B on any single exam or they're done like that seems so extreme to me and so what if that weekend you know like I said before so like a family member died or some other extenuating extenuating circumstance occurred that's horrible to think that if you just failed one exam or in, in that case even made a C you're done that's it goodbye and I have another friend who attends a different program and he said at his school, you're allowed to make, I think, maybe like three tests that can be under a B. Okay, that's a little more lenient than the one I just mentioned. But in my program, I'm so thankful that you're allowed to have a little bit of leeway and to be human and to learn from your mistakes and to not have everything thrown away because of one test grade or want you know I just don't really necessarily agree with that I'm not making excuses and I'm not trying to dumb down the profession by any means but I am very compassionate in realizing that we are all human and I think it's almost unrealistic some of these expectations at some of the programs but of course everyone's different and some people make it happen but personally I remember when I was in anatomy as some of you all may recall from uh, the first season I made a 77 on my first anatomy I think it was the practical or maybe it was the lecture portion I don't know so I would have been gone right there right out of the gates and look at me now second semester all A's So I don't understand. I don't think that's a very good protocol. And I'm very glad that my school doesn't have it because I know that you can improve your grades where there's a will, there's a way. So you have to be able to advocate for yourself. One of our classmates specifically was on academic probation and was almost going to be kicked out of the program. But she advocated for herself. She had to go in front of a panel of some of our faculty members and say why she deserves to be here because she had to appeal. I mean, granted, I don't know the entire backstory, but if she would have just accepted the the fact that she wasn't making the grades and would have just given up and not advocated for herself and for her dream, she wouldn't be with us today in the program so it's so critical that you're able to advocate for yourself believe in yourself and not take no for an answer because at the end of the day no doesn't always mean no I know people want to say that but it really really doesn't if you can advocate for yourself and can get your point across you can open so many doors that you might not even have believed were possible to open 
So please, please, please don't give up on yourself. If you are in a position that is not favorable, just don't give up, okay? Don't accept no for an answer and keep pushing on. All right, guys, sorry to get on such low points there, but I really felt like sharing that with you all. I feel like it's something I wish I would have known beforehand and thankfully haven't had to deal with on a personal basis, but I know many people who are and who have struggled with that, so I think it's imperative to spread that message. So that being said, now the fun and happy stuff (laughs) in our school coming up. We are starting the student interviews, finally, for the next upcoming class uh, to be accepted. It's a little later than usual because COVID, everything got switched online and our professors had to make a new game plan. So last year when I interviewed, it was back in August, I was in the first group of interviewees and I think the last group was in November don't quote me on that there were four different dates and about one each month August September October November however this year we're just now getting started we just had our first interview day last week we have another one this upcoming week so if you're interviewing at my program you will see me there on zoom of course I will be helping out with the student question and answer panel so I look forward to seeing some new faces, answering some questions about what it's like to be a student in our program and anything else that you may have for us. And then we have two more, not until December, I believe. So it's very odd this year. We are later than normal, so don't freak out if you haven't been invited yet or it's late in the game, you think. Everything is different this year due to COVID, so Don't fret, keep your positive attitude and sending good vibes your way. Yeah, so another great thing is of course, as you know, last episode I announced the giveaway where I will be purchasing one item of your choice from Med by Liv. It's an amazing online storefront by a girl named Liv who creates personalized medical-based gear and clothes and stickers and headbands, the cutest things ever. And I think there are some things on there for the guys as well, but I, I have several shirts from there now. I have one for white coat support black lives and a PA and slay tank top. And I think I'm going to get, um, now that fall's finally starting here where I live, it's usually very hot. (laughs) Now that we're maybe going to get some fall weather, I'm thinking about getting, uh, they also have their sweatshirts and long sleeve shirts. So something like that, of course, with the PA school theme. So yeah, the winner of that will be getting something on me as my way to say thank you so much for tuning in each week and for being an avid follower of the podcast for subscribing, writing a review. All of that means the world to me. So without further ado, the winner is Brooke Sherry. So yes, Brooke, thank you so much for supporting me and the podcast. And I look forward to reaching out to you. I will DM you on Instagram so you can let me know 
what item you would like to get from the Med by Live store. Congrats again on that. And for those who did not win, who are not Brooke, don't forget you can still get 10% off of your entire purchase on the Med by Live website. That's M-E-D-B-Y-L-I-V with my code uh, for 10% off. It's P-A underscore L-E-I-R-A. That's P-A underscore Liera. And that'll get you 10% off. It's a great deal. Uh, If you also are looking for my PA box, the website and tool, even app now, that allows you to put in your info and compare yourself as an applicant to PA school and just really it's just a way to save time and get a better application. A ton, so many more tools than I'm even mentioning, so go check it out yourself for your discount on that as well. Same code, PA underscore Liera. And once again, I'll try to be doing more giveaways in the future as the podcast grows as a way to show thanks for supporting it. Don't forget to share the podcast with your friends if you have another pre-PA friend or even a PA student if they just want some, you know, misery loves company. So (laughs) if they'd love to listen to the podcast and hear about my experience, how it compares to their experience. Like I said, every program is different. So my experience may be completely different than someone else who's in a 24 month program in Indiana versus mine and I'm in Texas 30 months program it's just everything's so different from program to program so please don't think that my experience in any way is a reflection of everyone's and will be exactly the same as yours but it couldn't help to share it anyways so thanks again guys for tuning back in more to come more positive vibes being sent your way as always don't forget to reach out to me on instagram at pa underscore liera i love getting your messages whether it's just a positive message that you're enjoying the podcast or if you have any specific questions i'm genuinely always more than happy to help answer your questions about anything honestly guys literally anything i will always get back to you And if you share anything about the podcast, don't forget to tag me in it and I will shout you out because it is always appreciated. And of course, the new website, www.becomingapa.com is there for you as well. So many things to check out. Oh, and before I forget, uh, I will be on another podcast, the Pre-PA Club podcast by Savannah Perry has so many episodes. I think she's in her like 300 something episode. Another great podcast that I would recommend you to check out. I will be on an upcoming episode. We've already recorded it, but it's not set to air until December. As of right now, the date will be December 18th, but that could change. So I will let you know if that changes. So be on the lookout for that. I'm just going to be Uh, She interviewed me on her podcast to kind of share my story and just reach out to more pre-PA people that she has over there. So stay tuned for that. Thanks again and have a very 
wonderful day. Bye guys.